Greetings, greetings, my fellow canines, my pups, my pack. You are listening to 694.2 PTBP, Contention's best radio show, hosted by Wolf the Dog. That's me, baby. I'd like to introduce a brand new segment today, and we're gonna call it Howlin' with Wolf. If you listeners out there would like any of your announcements read on air each week by yours truly... I, I, I have to read anything these people send me? Apparently, yes. It can be anything. Tell me your thoughts about what them boys are up to. Promote your new business. Tell your best friend Becky that she's really been nailing it lately. Or just go ahead and say hi to your best pal Wolf. Okay, well, then you can interrupt her four times by doing one of the following. One, leave us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. Two, three, and four. Make a post and tag us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at PretendingPod or look up Pretending To Be People on Facebook. Eat my ass, Mark Zuckerberg. Now, each time you do one of these, we'll put your name in a bowl. Each week, me or one of my minions will draw a name, and that person will be able to write an announcement to be read by your local canine DJ, Wolf the Dog. Now, uh, I'm just gonna let y'all know my producer told me to read all that, but what the fuck is a podcast? Now, for a little news. Says right here, them boys done fucked up. Now, speaking of fucked up, we got a banger for y'all today. It's Kudzu with no backbone. So that song plays over the uh, drone shot <laughs> of you all. Of us crying. Of you crying. Still holding on. And then we would see one police cruiser and a raggedy four-wheeler come pulling back into the contention police department parking lot. And uh, the three of you go inside. <laughs> well, we're back in the police station. Um, can I, can I first aid myself to see if I can set my foot back in and, and oh. strap that boot back on and just let's, leave it be? Let's drop you off at the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get professional medical attention. I kind of like the idea of me doing it. What do you want to do, Keith? I want to just see if I can't set it back in where God, I think I, it might be and I'm then fucking and wrap it up fail. and then put my boot back on and then just go from there. Go ahead and roll a first aid for me. That's a nine. Yeah, nailed nice. it. Uh, with an actual first aid kit handy and perhaps a leather strap to bite down on, 
you set your ankle back into place and get your boot back on. I think Clark is real disturbed. Dude, we, uh, we would have just taken you to the hospital, no, man. We don't have time. Let's get let's do some more investigating. Oh. All right. I have to prove myself, dude. Is he losing hit points or anything? I gain hit points from that, probably. Yeah, you do, actually. <laughs> uh, roll a d4 for me. Hell yeah. <laughs> Two. Yeah, go ahead and grab two hit points. What is your first aid, Luke? 60. Oh, nice. <laughs> he said 60. You were qualified. <laughs> and as you guys uh, are sitting around, Drew says, Oh, um, by the way, I, I meant to tell you guys, uh, I, I called in uh, and checked with the city PD about the uh, the death of uh, Jim Cook, uh, Maggie's dad. It's uh, pretty brutal, actually. Um, he was He was murdered. Uh, in an alleyway uh, the night of December 1st. Uh, he was strangled and died of asphyxiation. Didn't you say you had a dream about an alleyway? As a matter of fact, I did. And you had a dream about an old woman strangling people? No, not an old woman. She was a she was an old-timey lady oh, old-timey. throwing me through the floor. Even spookier. And uh, did I see you guys pull up in that four-wheeler, but did, did someone wreck the four-wheeler yeah i did yeah i wrecked it it was badass though right guys yep uh just could you take a look at that yeah you know mechanical stuff right yeah absolutely i'll I'll take a look at it fix that up for us and then uh now that julie maxwell's not definitely not at her apartment maybe we should go take a look at that do all three of you want to go yeah i think sure i think it's best we stick together (laughs) because I mean, if any of us got into this kind of trouble without people to help them. (laughs) Okay, so you get the address uh, off of her uh, ID that John Pettymore uh, got a hold of when she was in her car accident. You head there and you pull up to a quadplex in the shitty neighborhood just northwest of downtown where Julie Maxwell rents a studio apartment. There's a sticky note on her door and I will hand it to you now. It just got a dick drawn on it. That's strange. What's it say? You weren't here, still waiting for a reply. Please help me. You know, I've always thought it was weird that this place is called the shitty neighborhood. Like, I feel like step one to raising property values in this place is changing that name. I knock on the door. Uh, as you knock on the door, uh, the door opens, uh, and an odd chemical scent wafts out the door. Do I recognize this chemical? Like it opens from the power of his knock? Uh, yeah, it was just clearly not closed very well. Is it, like, methy in here? Or, like, bleach? Um, yeah, a little bleachy. Not not so methy. Uh, a scent that John would know pretty well, I bet. As you go inside, uh, you find a bed, a desk with an old computer on it, and a large number of complete and incomplete taxidermied animals. Looking around further, you see an empty bottle of brandy, an old digital camera, taxidermy materials like tanning chemicals, pickling agents, bactericides, oils, and such, a handful of pictures of Julie with her sister Ashley from before the accident, and a receipt from Forgotten Treasures, a local flea market. Uh, whoever has the best search, please roll search for me. Um, I've got 50. Yeah, you're the best. Okay. 
32. As you are giving the apartment a quick go around, uh, you find a phone book. It's flipped upside down underneath the bed. And flipping it over, you see the phone book was open to the yellow pages for private practices. And circled is an ad for Dr. Marie Jacobs, who is a family practitioner in contention. Hey, John, you should take a look at that computer. Yeah, definitely. I want to look at that camera and that receipt, too. Okay. Roll computer science. 96. My my skill is 99, so I pass. (laughs) (laughs) It's awfully handy. You would see that the digital camera is broken that's sitting on the desk. Damn, it's broken. There are some recent Google searches on her computer for fixing broken digital cameras and then moving on to where to find a new camera. She was looking into buying a new camera. Uh, The receipt from Forgotten Treasures is off an old register for, I don't know, $45. with $45. Um, I also, before I move on for the camera, I'm going to pocket that memory card. Sounds good. Uh, Is there any, like, memory card reader or input on the computer? Uh, Sure. I would like to see if I can see anything on it. A bunch of pictures of taxidermied animals. Can I spend the next uh, four hours here trying to complete some of these unassembled taxidermies and really grind my taxidermy skill? Absolutely. Sweet. What is the mattress memory A little progress bar appears above my head as I just... (laughs) Learn. Yeah, just stand. Is this just a one bedroom? Yeah. Does Clark know anything about Dr. Marie Jacobs just from being in the town? I don't think so. Okay. Hmm. Any pictures or anything around? Oh, yeah. They're all of Julie with her sister, Ashley. So they're all from high school. Move on, you know. She is now. Thanks to Clark. Hey, Clark, how do you feel about being in the home of the woman you brutally murdered yesterday? I mean, she she murdered first. Hell yeah. (laughs) Eye for an eye. Literally. Literally. Can you think of anything else to do in here? Clark is real interested in the taxidermy from a fan of taxidermy standpoint. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> look at, guys, look at the seams. The, the whole time that John and Keith are looking through stuff and <laughs> trying to work on their computer, you're just... Admiring the craft work. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, she was pretty good. Are there any like deer heads in here that you could wear as like a... Like a, a funny prank. Like a funny prank. Or like a disguise in the woods. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Could we disguise ourselves? Is there enough deer components here for us to make deer disguises? I think you could probably come up with a headdress of some sort if you uh, really took the time. I take the time. Yeah, <laughs> actually. We, it seems like we're dealing with some spooky shit, so we're going to spook right back. <laughs> Okay, perfect. You guys can spend some time in here. Making um, three deer head dresses. Yeah, I mean, if that's what you want to do. Well, I want a deer. Do you guys want anything else? Ooh, yeah. Is there like a boar? Yeah, there's for sure a boar in what here. What about a bobcat? There are three bobcat heads. What do you want to be, Clark? I am not participating. <laughs> <laughs> I make a. I make like a bobcat Cerberus. Yeah, I'm just going to go with the deer. <laughs> Clark, how are you reacting? I to don't know. Doing this? <laughs> I would not let it happen, but I don't know <laughs> if, if Thomas and Luke will not let me let it let happen. <laughs> Listen, Clark, we've seen some shit. What I, the fuck? Are, you guys are putting shit on your heads. I know. Act like officers, boys. <laughs> hey, you know what? There's officers of man's law, and there's officers of spooky law. <laughs> I go and take it off of your head, off of John's head, and just put it back on the table. We don't need this stuff. I have a hold of the deer antlers with my mask, and I says, you're not fucking touching me, Clark. (laughs) It was a weird call to just set mine on the table, because I just pick it back up and walk out with it under my arm. I roll out of the apartment with my deer mask on. Clark, you are standing in the middle of the apartment of the woman you killed, and your two fellow officers have walked out with taxidermy hats. Sorry, one was a cerebus. Well, it was a hat, but it's it's a 
Well, it's a spooky three-headed <laughs> bobcat mask. How you feeling? <laughs> Not great. <laughs> I think madness has taken my friends. Yeah, like yeah. Sure. I'm okay. Like if you want to throw a sanity roll at us for that decision we just made. <laughs> now you're good. <laughs> All right. Let's take that memory card and camera with I'll us. I'll take that trade for a sweet bobcat. Wait, what kind of like, camera? What kind of mask. camera was it? Remember before we had iPhones and we all... Barely can't. A even. bunch of people had digital cameras that were about the size of yeah. an ID. <laughs> what right. are you, a grandpa? It was one of those. Yes, my children have children. I, I want to take a picture. <laughs> you have kids? Just like of Three. the apartment with it and see if it just takes a picture of the apartment. You said or, it was broken. Oh, it's broken. Well, darn. Let's take it back to Drew and see if he can fix it. We got the card off it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so unless you want like a digital camera from 2008. I don't. Okay, what should we do next, boys? I got. I kind of got caught up in that bobcat mask thing. What was on the SD card? It was pictures of the finished taxidermy. Right, okay. I think you figured out earlier in this game that she is a taxidermist. So and she's so posting it's like her, her Etsy page. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Chuck Testa. Sweet meme. Sweet meme. Oh, yeah, vintage. Vintage memes. What are you, a grandpa? <laughs> yeah, his kids have kids. <laughs> Pictures. We got two things we could go and look at here now. We can see if uh, anybody at Forgotten Treasures remembers what she bought, and we could head over to the doctor's office and see if she has any information on why well, Let's go to hidden, hidden Treasures. Or Forgotten Treasures. Forgotten, forgotten treasures. treasures. Let's go there. All right, so you guys uh, roll up to Forgotten Treasures. It is in the old neighborhood, two blocks west of. It's no, it's yeah, to the left. It's right there. Yep, and uh, it's a antique flea market. For people who don't know that we have a map, it sounds like you said to the left. Yep, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> we just go out on the balcony of Julie's and we're like, <laughs> looking. No, no, oh. Just above that. Just the there you go. You got it. You found it. (laughs) To the left, to the left. All your shit in a box in a flea market. Okay, so you guys pull up and it's almost closing time. Not for cops. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. What do you guys want to do? Go inside. Okay, you go inside. You know what? That's what they're expecting. No, I don't have a better point. <laughs> okay, so you guys go inside Forgotten Treasures, and at the front, uh, there seems to be a sort of office to your right. There's a big register area to the left where everybody checks out. There's uh, one big register uh, sitting on it and an old woman standing behind it. And then looking forward, you just see like a bunch of different rows of uh, booths, individual booths. It smells kind of weird in here, like old stuff. <laughs> Cool. Wait. So, do we have we have a receipt from here? Mm-hmm. What was on the receipt? Forty five dollars. It was it wasn't itemized. Okay. Let's go up and talk to this lady and see if she remembers. Yeah. See if Julie came by a lot. Hello, ma'am. Uh, hello. Hi. We're three officers of the law, and we need some information from you. Oh, oh my. Okay. Sure. Do yes. You, do you remember a lady named Julie Maxwell? Um, Julie Max. No. Pull up a picture. Yeah. We show her a picture. Um. Oh yes, yes. Uh, she was in here. I don't know, maybe a week ago? Was she a frequent customer or just the one time? Uh, nope. Do you recall what she purchased? Oh, gosh. Um, oh, gosh, what was it? It was, um, it was, a. Uh, it was an old camera. Oh, uh, what, booth 504, I think? Yeah, yep. Uh, Polaroid? Uh, it seemed to be. I'd never seen anything like it before. It was, it was a weird, 
weird camera. Uh, what kind of things do they sell in this? As he's saying that, I'm going ahead and heading yeah. toward it. As she she like opens a book and starts flipping through it. That uh that booth is owned by uh, Mildred Mitchell. That's John Peters' neighbor. Clark, you're walking toward the booth. When you get there, it uh contains some old hippie records, some tie dye clothes, and future paraphernalia. Future, future paraphernalia? Yeah, like uh like some some pipes that uh for tobacco s- use only. For tobacco use only. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other items like that camera, or are they all pretty straightforward? Nothing too unusual. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, th- there's been some. I, I guess uh, you know, not not too many people around here buy stuff from from Mildred, but uh, she had a few items come in pretty recently that that all sold pretty quickly. How recently? Probably about a week ago. I think she looted John Peter's house. We need to go talk to her. Yeah, we need to find out how she got this stuff. Uh, do you have any other cool booths? Uh, you might want to check out uh, booth 420. Ma'am, we are officers. Of Ma'am, the we're law. cops. <laughs> it's it's all it's all Elvis memorabilia. Oh, I'm a big fan. Well, <laughs> oh, you old hound dog, crying all the time. I I really want to go talk to Mildred. Let's uh, let's, let's just head, let's roll. Let's yeah. head right to Mildred's. Uh, you guys uh, pull up to Mildred's house, and uh, when she opens up the door, a cloud of smoke uh, billows out of the door. And she's like, oh, hey, uh, oh, officers, uh, officers, I, uh, oh, boy. Hey, Mildred. (laughs) Hey. You uh, having a good time there? Hey, Johnny. How are you doing? Uh, Yeah, I. um, Not as good as you, I don't think. (laughs) I'm so, I am, um, I'm sorry. Burning a little incense in here, are we, Mildred? I just like the place to smell nice. Of course, yeah. Of course. Hey, do you mind if we step in and ask you a few questions? Oh. Uh, no, by all means. Do you want some tea? And she uh, starts walking back. What kind of tea? I've got green chamomile, herbal, mint, peppermint, black, uh, blue, and uh, green. I'll take one of them peppermints. I'll man. take the second green. <laughs> I'll take the first green. Have some fun, Keith. All right, let's do it. She picks up a spliff off of her uh, whoa, ashtray. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mildred. Oh, I. Oh shoot. I'm so. She's like embarrassed and puts it out uh and then goes back and uh comes back with some tea uh and sits down on the couch and is like oh no uh what what can i uh yeah what can i uh do for you officers we don't want to go accusing nobody of nothing mildred but you know when you noticed john had been missing did you happen to maybe stock your booth with some of his things my my booth down at the flea market I totally forgot I had a booth at the flea market. Somebody restocked it about a week ago, Mildred, with some pretty interesting things. What? No, I, I, you know, it might have been my granddaughter. I I think she might put some stuff for sale there every once in a while. Hey, uh, Tildy B! Tildy B, come on down here! Uh, she gets an accident when she yells at her granddaughter. A teenage girl uh, comes down the stairs, and as soon as she uh, sees three police officers standing in her living room, she bolts back upstairs. What do you do? I call, hey, Tildy, now, we just want to talk. I call up the stairs. You hear a door slam. This one's on you, boys. I can't go upstairs. Clark, you go head off the door. I'm going to make sure she doesn't jump out a window or something. Sure. So John runs around the side of the house and uh, gets a visual of the windows. And Clark heads upstairs. Uh, you are now facing a door that is shut. Hey, Tildy. 
uh, we're you're not in trouble. We just we just need to talk to you about some stuff you might have sold at the at the booth down at your your mom's shop down there. Uh, you hear um, some clanking. Yeah, clanking. You hear some clanking around. I knock one more time, more forcefully. Tilda, you got to open up, or I'm gonna open it up. No, no, don't. All right, step away from the door. I kick in the door. So I'm going to have the two of you leave. You're going to have to take a sanity check. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's a deer. <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing a three-headed <laughs> Clark, you kick in the door, and a teenage girl is standing before you. She has a crazed look in her eyes as she slams a large bullet into the chamber and squeezes the trigger on a really odd-looking revolver. There's an almost blinding flash of light that illuminates your entire field of vision, and then, as if she had never been there, the girl is gone. Roll sanity. A seven. I pass. Okay. Roll a d6 and half it for me. Three and a half. Call it a two. All right, so Clark loses two sanity. I'm at 52 for the listener at home. You see this odd gun to fall to the floor exactly where this young girl stood frozen in place you're looking at it and it it's this old revolver and it's got some glass tubing that runs around the outside of it what do you want to do look in the closet because she had to have just jumped in there you creep up to the closet gun drawn fling the door open and there's nothing inside I want to look under that damn bed. Where'd that girl go? You look under the bed, and there's no one underneath the bed. You have absolutely no idea where this girl has gone. I want to uh, kneel down at the gun and look it over without touching it. Pretty normal. It's got, like, a stock, and it's got a barrel... But on the barrel, it's almost like a revolver, but instead of the, um, what would that be called? The, the It's got a very uh, very specific name, and I it can't does. remember it. <laughs> um, the spinny part. God, uh, yeah, if you haven't been able to tell by listening to this podcast, I know lots about guns. And I know even more. <laughs> um, so instead of that... Chambers? They're chambers. Yeah. So instead of the six chambers, uh, there is one chamber that can be accessed from one side. It's closed on the other side, and then it's got one chamber. She slammed a large bullet into that you saw her do that. And then it's got those weird metal tubes uh, all around it, and on the back of it, kind of where the hammer would be, uh, there are two lights, uh, one green, one red, and the red one is currently lit. I pick it up. I'm going to look out the window and see what I see out the window. All right, let's get the other boys back in here. Yep. Oh! <laughs> I just already did that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh. You okay? How much sanity did you lose? Is Tildy alive? <laughs> did she explode <laughs> into black goo? John, as you ran around the outside of the house, you get to a point where you could see the window from where you're assuming uh, her room was, because it's a rather small two-story house, and you see a extremely bright flash of light come from that room. I feel like a really dark tingle of recognition and dread. Keith, you also see a bright flash of light coming from the staircase. Do I hear anything? Uh, you hear a... Thud. I get up out of my wheelchair and start going upstairs. It's a miracle. <laughs> I can still walk. 
As Keith is hopping up the stairs, uh, John, you see Clark standing in the window. What does he look like? He looks horrified. He's pale white and panicked. I signal to him from below to open up the window. I go ahead and do that. What the hell happened? Uh, you, she didn't, you didn't see her. See, see who? Where's Tildy? She, uh, she's not, she's not here. Uh, you, why don't you come on up here? I come up. Uh, the three of you meet at the platform at the top of the stairs. What happened? Uh, so I, uh, I, I busted in the door and she, she shot me. She pointed a gun at me and she chambered a bullet and she shot me and there was this blinding white light and then she was she wasn't she wasn't there no more are you are hit? you shot i don't think so what's the gun look cautiously like? i go look at the gun uh the gun looks like a old-timey revolver but where the chamber is six bullets maybe you know do you know what that thing's called cylinder Cylinder, that's yeah. the name. We could not come up with it. So where the cylinder was, there's basically on one side, it's completely enclosed, cased in. And on the other side, there's like a small sliding door, basically, that you can slide open and shut. And it would fit one bullet that's like the, the size, size of, of the a cylinder. Okay. Yeah. And then there are glass tubes uh, one going like underneath it and then mm-hmm. one kind of going around the side where it's closed and then on the back of the gun where the hammer is uh, there are two lights one red one green and the red one is lit John it's like that goddamn camera you found how do you mean it's got glass tubing and lights I don't really see it I shake him don't fuck with me man <laughs> okay 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 I'm sorry you're it's of course I want to look around the rest of the room she's not in the closet I, I mean there. you saw her run into the I room wanna, well I want to see if anything you else sure like she that was in here when here. you opened that door she was frightened as all get out she was scared we looked each other in the eye what did the bullet look like that she chambered I was gonna ask that as Joe did I see her chamber the bullet itself and did I see what light if there were lights on the gun at the time that she shot the lights would have been facing her so okay. you wouldn't have seen that you did see her slam a what looked like a large bullet casing. Did he see the tubes? Oh, yeah, they were there. Did he see where she got the bullet from? She already had it in hand when he uh, kicked in the door. Okay, we heard her fumbling around. As soon as he kicked in the door, she slammed that bullet into place and shot. Okay. It was a big-ass bullet. Where'd he go? Where'd she go? Well, let's, let's look around the room and see if we find anything else similar to the camera or the gun. Clark points under the bed. I checked there. And he points at the closet. I check. I check there. I don't know where else, unless she jumped out the window. But you were out there. Did you check under the bed? That's yeah. That's what I meant. I checked under the bed. Did you check in the bed? Nope. <laughs> I check in the bed. Pulling back the covers. <laughs> <laughs> There's an elaborate like fake sleeping doll that she had made to sneak out of the house later <laughs> the night. Ferris Bueller esque. Three pillows outside, outside of contention, contention Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> I want to start sh- looking around in some drawers and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. let's toss this place. I think Clark is sitting on the edge of the bed. I think we're all we're okay all with that. <laughs> it's really just a completely normal teenager's room, but inside her sock drawer is a wad of $20 bills all rolled up. I take it. A drug dealer's wad? Like, more of a wad than a teenager should have? Or, like, the kind of scrap you might get, like, selling bullshit at a flea market? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, 200 bucks. So... 
like the meanest definition of wad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 10 $20 bills. They'll also, oh my God, like if I was fucking 15 right now and had a wad of 200 bucks, yeah. I would feel like a clean. A what? Also, just like right now at 28, I would <laughs> 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 really love to have $200 in my pocket. <laughs> when the gun went off and there was the flash of light, was there a sound? No. Okay. I want to hop back downstairs and let Mildred know. We all came here together, but did we take separate cars? I want to know where the camera is, basically. I want to take a picture of this room with the camera, and I want to see if her shooting anything is like reactive. I want to see if it's the green lights on again. Okay, so, so if I have to go back to the station or whatever and get it, it can be in your okay. cruiser outside. Uh, you probably took two cruisers here because Keith is probably not driving. Nope. So has anything has anything changed with the camera? Is the green light back on? No, it's red. I want to take it into the room. So you um you rush out the front door, Keith and Clark. You guys come back downstairs and. And Mildred is sitting on her couch in a Snuggie, drinking some tea, watching TV. As, as I run by, I'm like, hey, Mildred, has Tildy ever disappeared in a flash of light before? I'll be right back, but think on that. She kind of looks up at the two of you as you come down the stairs. As John comes running back inside, she's like super blazed in her eyes. Hey, Tildy, honestly, for somebody who smokes weed all the time, it seems like you cannot handle your shit. Just in, I'm running back to Tildy's room. Anyway, you smoke some weak ass grass. <laughs> Hey, Mildred. Hey. You got any of that peppermint tea still? It's sitting right there for you. I go over and I, I'm just sitting at the kitchen table or whatever it is, head in hand, drinking it. Did you know that she had a gun? She she had a what? She had a gun, and also she's not here anymore. Well, what do you mean she's not here anymore? We don't know where she is, but she ain't here. Wasn't she upstairs? He knows more about it than we do. Tell DB! Tildy B? From upstairs in her room, I'm just like, no, she disappeared in light. We told you. (laughs)